Have you guys noticed it's really cold outside? Oh, oh shoot. Yeah, shoot. It is. Oh, shoot. I actually sat around a fire this afternoon because it was nice and like 40 something degrees and a fire seemed nice. And so we did that. It was great. God, 40 sounds uh, nice. Real quick, though. Um, this is the Black Door Music Argument, and this is episode 50. <gasps> we did it, y'all. We made it. It's true. I know. That's it's like 25 plus 2. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. We're not a math podcast. We are not a math podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this is, uh, it's pretty exciting to kind of hit this milestone. Um, I just want to see, is there any shout outs for anybody? You want to thank anybody since we made it this far? Carrie, anybody? Um... I would like to thank all of our sponsors. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if we could get any of those, it'd be dope. <laughs> it would be really great if anyone cares <laughs> to sponsor us. This is where your name could go. And I don't know it's what true. order you're hearing these podcasts, but um, last episode, uh, we did <laughs> a lot true. of uh, we did a lot of uh, trying out for sponsorships. So yeah, hope you like you can hear. You, so we're really you can good hear at how it. effectively it just slips right in. Yeah. So your advertising dollars would be so well spent. Most of those coupon codes are real. We just don't know who they belong to for real. That's true. Yep. And to all of those, you're welcome. Uh, I, I would just like to thank Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, uh, argued over for the last 30 years. Um, I'd like to thank my children for going to bed, because otherwise uh, I couldn't do this. Oh, nice. Sweet. I want to thank fucking nobody. You can all go to hell. <laughs> End of fucking story. <laughs> I realize every time when I upload this podcast, I hit that explicit button just because I can't ever remember. So now I actually try to just make sure to throw an F word in there. So that way I'm not lying. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be lying to Apple. I don't know what Apple or Spotify or Amazon or the good people over at Google might do if they found out that it was not actually fucking explicit. So Hey, hey everybody. These guys say they're explicit, but they're not actually swearing. Shut it oh. down. Shut Fuck. it down. Which is straight to just cancel straight them. To I jail. almost feel like those would be like <laughs> legit sponsors of us because they host this podcast on their <laughs> yeah. on their sites. Like they promote it's us. True, they true. promote us. Us. Yeah, they they just don't know. If they were to actually look up what, you know, zero zero one one zero five three whatever uh you know, podcast it is, they'd be like, Oh fuck this shit. I gotta get a lot of swears in today. Okay. So today, we are talking about bands that we're going to put some air quotes up. If everyone did throw their air quotes up. Okay, everyone got them up? Okay, and air quotes. Fictional. Fictional characters. Fictional characters. Um, but uh, bands from TV shows and movies that we're going to classify as fictional. Now, right off the bat, this always leads to a discussion of bands that may have been created for, say, a movie or television show but then continue to do tours. And that's part of the discussion. It's like all up for interpretation. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess there's that. Um, but like, so there are bands that have existed for that. And I think we're going to kind of go through our list real quick. And then we're going to go through all of the other ones we chose not to talk about. So uh, to start this off, I'm Karsten. I'm Barry. I'm Joshua. And I'm Carrie. Yeah, we can do it. People may not know this. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to cut that, but I'm going to share this. Even though we all have our own audio tracks, when we're recording this, 
Like, none of us are together. None of us are within miles of each other. But we always do the, I'm so-and-so, I'm so-and-so. And whenever someone speaks over the top, honestly, we could just ignore it. But instead, we all just start laughing and just fall down. So, that's an inside track for you you loyal listeners on episode 50. If ever you hear, we did it, we managed to do it in a <laughs> single take without redoing it. And if we don't... It means we are on multiple takes. <laughs> and this is how we made it to episode 5-0. Yeah. Yeah. This is how yeah. the sausage of the Black Door music argument is made. I'd just like yeah. to see statistically where we are, like how many podcasts are out there that like did 30 episodes and quit and where we are so much superior, you know. We so the average in- podcast, I believe, fails in the first eight episodes. There you go. Wow. We're above so. average. And so we should have been celebrating that episode intro. nine, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, when we, we decided to do a, an episode a week, I will say it seemed like a daunting task. It just takes a little bit of work. Some episodes are better than others. I think we can all agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Mainly the ones that Karsten's not on, much better. But you know what? I'll get the name right when I'm on it. So there's that. It's kind of a trade off. It's a give our, and our, take. It's a, it's a good trade off that Carrie and I recorded could have been 20 minutes shorter if Barry wasn't complaining so much. Yeah, Barry complained a lot. I and then sent me a text afterwards being like, that guy's cool. And I was like, what the fuck, Barry? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back to our topic at hand, so to speak. Um, we're talking about fictional bands from TV or movie. And I'm going to go ahead and just go first by saying... Um, we had made this, we, we set a whole list of potential topics to talk about like a year and a half ago. And this was one that came on that list. And I immediately had a band picked out at that time that I promptly forgot about until two minutes before we hit the record button today. <laughs> and then I said, oh my God, I just remembered this one. And Carrie goes, I think I know which one you're thinking of. And she knocked it out, Infant Sorrow, from Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Get Him to the Greek. Um, That would be, um, oh, goodness. Uh, Russell Brand is the lead singer. Mm -hmm. Aldous. Aldous Aldous Snow. Snow? Yeah, Aldous Snow. And um, the thing about it is they did music videos for a bunch of these. They released an album afterwards, but they're all for just this band. And there's bonus features out there as well for when they were setting it up to record um, the big show numbers for Get Him to the Greek. They did it at like a Russell Brand show. And then they were changing it over from being a Russell Brand show to being like a band. Mm-hmm. And so as they were doing this, 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 this changeover, they actually had Jack Black and Jason Siegel come out and perform some of the other songs from oh Forgetting Sarah gosh, Marshall. Yes. And you can find these recordings out <laughs> on the internet. It is amazing. So, Dracula's um, Lament changed my life. Continue. Um, this, this group already on the podcast here knows that is on my funeral playlist. And if possible, I want my children to play guitar and sing it. Because those that know are going to know from like the first two seconds of that song. And the rest of them are going to be so confused as that song progresses. Yes. Because they're going to think like, oh, this is a nice song to what the fuck is going on here. <laughs> Which yeah. is a beautiful tribute to you, Karsten. It's true. At some point, I do want to try to do an episode just about my funeral playlist because there are reasons for everything about my funeral. And my wife asked me to... She she actually said 
that she wanted me to come up with it because she's not sure she could do it justice the way that I would want it. So this was like, oh, eight, ten years ago when she asked me to do this. And I don't think she realizes how much time I still spend like, would this song make sense? I think this song would be good. I came up with another one, honey. And she was like, why are you thinking about your funeral? (laughs) COVID's not like, we don't have that or anything. I'm like, oh, no, I know. But, you know, you challenged me to do this like eight, ten years ago. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, Infant Sorrow. Mm -hmm. If you are not familiar with this, definitely check out the album. They are phenomenal. Um, I believe that it is actually called just Infant Sorrow is the name of the album. Um, It's available on all your streaming things, um, if I remember correctly. But um, some great ones I would have to recommend. Um, uh, You Gotta Do Something is just fantastic um, for a good laugh. I really recommend The Clap for obvious reasons, just because... That's fantastic. You, yeah, honestly, the whole thing is, it's it's geared from... All of the songs in it are designed to be inappropriate while also kind of towing the line of being appropriate, which is kind of the opposite of what a lot of songs, you tow the line of appropriate with, you know it's kind of inappropriate. They're completely reversed, where you expect it to be completely foul, and at times you're like, I just can't quite figure out... Whether is this a clean part of the joke or is this another dirty joke? Where even, it's, you know. even their song "Inside of You," exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. sounds like a. That very was going to be my third one. I was going to say sorry. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> um, writing Daphne though, that one is just all on the other side of the line. Yeah. Um, or pound me in the buttocks. Is that one of theirs? Well, it's. I think it's Jackie Q's, but it's on the album. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I was sticking with Just Infant Sorrow. Oh, Push sorry, glasses yeah. up. Come on, we're, we're sticking with just the oh, fake bands. I don't Come know. on. You know, you know no, what? No, that is one of the fake bands. It's one of the other bands Pound from the movie. Pound Me in the Buttocks is listed. The, uh, the, the artist is listed as Infant Sorrow. All right, fair enough. Honestly, um, my favorite from that one was Bangers, Beans, and Mash. Just because, like, yeah. that was just such a, that was a good fucking song. And you're like, you know, it, it was still a little inappropriate, but it's like, it was one of those songs where you're like, damn, this this is like real music where it's mm-hmm. not just gimmicky. Um, I mean, and the thing is, like, there are just so many great, great, great songs from there as well. Um, just Say Yes. I really enjoy that one going up also. Um, and again, Jason Siegel is like uh, he's credited for lyrics for most of the songs on there, which is just great. Um and then there are ones that are just like, yeah, yeah, oi, oi, is one that you could just absolutely just hear another band actually performing. It just seems like, <laughs> an, uh, yeah, yeah, oi, oi. Isn't it one of those put your dominant hand up high, put your dominant <laughs> hand in the sky? Like, it just seems like they're having too much fun with this. Um, so that's definitely one of those that I just love just throwing on and just listening through. But um, great band. Again, it was actually so his character was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, that would be Russell Brand's character, who was the lead singer of Infant Sorrow. And then they went on to have a whole movie just about him as kind of a spinoff. Um, so, yeah, that would be my number one pick for uh, fictional bands from TV or movies. Barry, what do you got? Well, I went with a uh, little known band out of the 60s called the monkeys and did they have any uh, hits? what's that did they have any hits anything i'd know uh yeah uh last train to clarksville i'm not your stepping stone i mean mm. the, the, no the monkeys stepping stone was probably their, be- their best one i'm not your stepping stone that one i enjoyed yeah the monkeys are there any other songs 
Yeah, hold on. Settle <laughs> down, buddy. Jeez. Just waiting. The, uh, the Monkees, the album, spent 13 weeks at number one in 1966, I believe. So, mm. I mean, this was, they, they, uh, the only problem with that is they only did the vocals and there was no, um, you know, as per the time, there was no credits for the actual musicians who were a lot of, the, you know, the, uh, the wrecking crew and things like that. But um, it, it was kind of an interesting uh, mix of people. It, wasn't part of the that band, like, they were a boy band that was put together, but didn't they actually, like, some of them have musical, like, talent? Well, it's funny you say that, Josh, because I was just about to get that. Uh, Davy Jones was under Barry contract. Barry does not want to be interrupted today, y'all. <laughs> I know. He wants I to just talk. No, that's If you fine. talk, he's saw, going to get angry. The, like he had Professor the pad Barry in front of the is camera here. for a while, and so like, I wanted to make a, a Smash Mouth joke, so. but he would not name that song, and then I was going to call him a dirty liar, but then he wouldn't <laughs> do it. So carry on, Barry. I apologize. Well, in. Davy Jones was a uh, Tony Award winning uh, actor. I thought that was a pirate. Was, yeah, that, he was that too, but this was Did later. Did he have a locker? Yeah, <laughs> but it was like really deep. Uh, so he was under contract with Columbia Pictures and got signed on to the project early. And then they basically had an, uh, an open call and over 400 people showed up. And Michael Nesmith, uh, Peter Tork, and Mickey Dolenz uh, were the ones who got signed on. Peter Tork actually was a Greenwich Village uh, musician, and he, you know, shared a stage with Pete Seeger. And just actually, an unfortunate name. Well, no, I mean, Peter Tork, that's, that sounds strong, right? <laughs> Real quick, did you know that they did not cover Baby It's Cold Outside? Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, Peter Tork was a was an actual musician, you know, trying to make it in the music industry. And Stephen <laughs> Stills uh Now you can't hear it every time you hear his name, Peter Tork. I don't know what's wrong I with Peter like Tork. I just like that Barry said of the like, one like one of the members was an actual musician. Yeah, he was Yeah, a, that's great. Well, <laughs> for being a boy band signed by Columbia Pictures, you know. Uh and then Mickey Dolenz was an actor who happened to play guitar. And Mike Nesmith, you know, there's he was kind of here and there, but none of them were real, you know, set up as musicians. So wasn't Mickey Dolenz the drummer? Uh, I think so. Yes. He was the drummer, and yes, he, he actually was. he actually had some vocals, didn't he? Yeah, he right. Yeah. Actually, uh, a lot of the at least Michael Nesmith uh, said that Mickey Dolenz's voice was the sound of the monkeys. Without his voice, they wouldn't have had their iconic sound. So, I agree. Uh, a lot of the uh, the guys, when they wrote their songs later, uh, you know, they would ask uh, Mickey Dolenz to to sing so that their song would be a hit. Because everybody knows, you get your song to be a hit, writer gets more money. Um, but originally, all the songs were uh, written for them. And uh, most of the instrumentation was produced by, uh, uh, you know, stage uh, stage musicians and just, you know, the wrecking crew and those guys, because these guys were filming all these episodes of the show. But after two years, no one wanted to do the show anymore. So the show ended and they continued writing albums and and doing stage shows until 1970 when they all got so sick of each other, they broke up. 
they did get back together again, uh, time and time again. Uh, Is that one of their songs? No, that's not. No, that's Cindy Lauper's time after time. (laughs) (laughs) Time after time. That was saying on the Goonies. They also didn't cover that one. I think Peter Tork actually wrote that one. (laughs) Carol King actually wrote quite a bit of music for the Monkees. Did they? Fun fact. Yeah. What did she write? Um, Pleasant Valley Sunday is a big one that she wrote. Nice one. And like a whole host of other ones, but that's the one I can pull off the top of my head right now. Yeah. So Davy Jones died in 2012. At the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) And Peter Tork died in 2019. And um, I actually cleared Davy Jones's plate and served him coffee when I was in high school because he was playing a state fairgrounds near where I worked. That's right. Brush with monkey fame. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my band. I feel you like monkey who? fame needs to be the name of a band. Maybe that's just the name of the episode. There you go. What was it? Sorry, I wasn't listening. (laughs) (laughs) Monkey fame. Monkey fame. I'll write it down. But one of the uh, funny stories is as uh, all the members of the band were being handed $250,000 checks, which in today's money is $1.9 million, um, uh, Mike Nesmith punched a hole in the wall and said, that could have been your face. We need more creative control. And I'm like, yeah, okay. You weren't making any money just a year ago, but. It's pretty funny. All right, Josh, what do you got? All right. So I'm going to take you guys back a little bit. Like We're going to the 90s here. Uh, Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. All right. Yes. Let's see if you guys can. The O-Neaters. The O-Neaters. So, uh, yeah. well, like, <laughs> first, what you have to know is that there's actually a band called Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. They have a Facebook page. I'm following it right now. Uh, they have, as of October 11th, they have played uh, a couple shows. <laughs> and, yep, they are, they are keeping it real. There are six members of the band. One of them wears a chicken hat. Um, so... Yes, you, I, I think you guys should check them out. Anyway, wait, so chicken hat or are you talking about bucket head? We're going yes. back to the O'Neaters here, all right, which is kind of like a play on words with like when the, like, the Beatles kind of did this weird thing with one of their songs. I don't know. DJ may have like some insight into this. So the, do, do you actually know the story behind that? Because there's, there's a whole thing about the band name, the Beatles, that they were replicating what Buddy Holly was doing. And then they found out that Buddy Holly wasn't doing anything. The cricket, because cricket's not a popular sport in the U.S., so it was a whole play on things. And then the Beatles were like, eh, well, we're just going to do it anyways, because we're cooler than him, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure DJ has done a whole episode on this already, so, like, <laughs> I'm just going to gonna skip ahead. Sh- but like, I'm the- not sure it's ever been recorded, but yes, he's done multiple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so... His knowledge is amazing, and, like, he actually has some good good things. He knows a lot about the Beatles. Like, no digs there. Just, you know, it's the Beatles. So, yeah. um, all right. So, the O'Neaters, the Wonders. Tom Hanks wrote this script 
uh, while he was promoting uh, Forrest Gump. So this is right on the coattails of, of Forrest Gump. So he wrote this script in 30 days, which is kind of crazy. And he pitched it to Fox, and they were like, yeah, let's do this. Uh, and so they got, um, who is it, uh, the Fox Beatles band, um, or no, the Fox Beatles was the sound that they were going for. They, wa- they wanted a, um, they wanted a sound like that, but not really because they kind of make some mentions to it in the movie. Uh, and so Mike, I think it was Mike Viola had, uh, like he was the one who, s- who sang the original song that they submitted. Um, so there were 300 different bands that submitted songs for that thing you do. And Mike Viola uh, was the lead singer of the band uh, that that sent in this thing, and he was actually hung over when he sung it. <laughs> and, and that was out of all the songs they picked that one just because they liked the groove of it. And then they re-recorded it later because like he was obviously hung over. And then he didn't get any credit for it. So, <laughs> uh, so Mike Viola, this goes out to you. Uh, but yeah, it. Like I don't know the uh, of the bands like the Wonders, I I kind of like their their music their sound like what they had going for them. Uh, they were they actually they actually sounded pretty good as far as fake musicians go. Like they were they were pretty on top of it. Uh, I was doing a little bit of Wikipedia and YouTube searching, uh, and there was a couple different names that they were going back and forth on for the name of the band for the movie. So before they came up with the Wonders, um, when they were getting their uh, their characters signed, so Steve Zahn was one of them. And uh, can you guys just take a guess at, at what he would come up with as the name for, for the band? The no Zebras. <laughs> Mom's Hot Dish. Zantastic. What was it? Mom's Hot Dish. Nice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was uh, another one they came up with as Lords of Erie, uh, Jimmy and this and Jimmy and that, the Hanks and Phase Addiction. So like those were some mm. of the those were some no, of man, the really should have been the Hanks uh, for it. But they couldn't do the like the play on names uh, with the Oneaters and the Wonders, uh, kind of like the the Beatles thing, which they were going for. Uh, so a thing to note about this as well, just kind of jumping in here is. So they they did play and they did actually play as a band. And with that, they talked about there. there's some interviews where they talked about uh, how they a lot of them don't remember as much about like doing rehearsal for the scenes as much as they remember hanging out being a band. Because really, like their, their whole gig was essentially being a band. Oh, and also doing these other scenes on the side. But they had to be able to progress musically as they kind of go through. And so they would practice even though they may not have been playing live during the takes so they could be authentic in it. And so there's a bunch of stuff for them about actually kind of being in a band, even though they weren't really in a band. So some interesting things to check out. Sorry, Josh. Yeah, no, that's, that's kind of cool. Cause that leads me into like, there's that one scene where they're, they're in the radio interview um, mm-hmm. and they're, they're talking they're, they're like, who are some of your, your musical influences? And so they're all going through all these, you know, amazing like jazz musicians, rock musicians, uh, and then uh, Steve Zahn, of course, you know, like Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters, they had just done the scene where they were a pretend <laughs> band in a movie. <laughs> so, so yeah, so Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Nice. Very nice. I mean, there's, there's, there's more to it, but, you know, at this point, I'm going to yield my time. Carrie, you should, you should talk <laughs> now. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Thanks for yielding your time. Um, 
So I had thought of a different band, but then as we started recording, I thought of the one that I really need to talk about. So I'm going to switch over. I'm going to switch gears and um, and talk about the band Mystic Spiral, though they are thinking of changing the name. Um, it's the... It's the band that the character Trent Lane has in the TV show Daria, which was on MTV in the late 90s, early 2000s, I think for like, I don't remember how long. Um, One of my favorite shows. It's great. It's actually a spinoff of uh, Beavis and Butthead. Daria was a character like, just a, yeah, she basically just like walked on and then she, um, from what I understand, and then she like moved to Lawndale and that's where we catch up with her at um, in the show Daria. Uh, but it's just one of my favorite bands cause they're just, it's like this typical nineties grunge, like trying to be Nirvana band. Um, and they have like rotating members quite often. Um, they're always thinking of changing the name and they have such great songs as every dog has his day, uh, freaking friends and my personal favorite, ow, my face. Um, they they have very very clever lyrics um and it's just yeah it's a wonderful band i legit in college owned a mystic spiral t-shirt and i think only like one other person on campus ever knew what it was but we high-fived and that was great so yes that's my that's my go-to band for fictional characters they've never played a live show mainly because they're cartoons that's fair. And That'll it's a happen. terrible strain on the animator's wrists. <laughs> okay, so I have is did you have anything else you wanted to share about the Daria one? No, go. Okay. So what we found was right at the beginning, I have a whole list of ones that I don't want this necessarily to be a uh, runner's up list from a Watch Mojo episode. Shout out <laughs> to Watch Mojo. Um, but I do have a series of ones that some of them are going to be like, "Oh, dang, yeah," and some of them be like, "Oh, hmm, okay." Um, so one of them I'll go ahead and throw out is Electric Dream Machine. And actually, <laughs> yes. I think the game for this is name name the TV or movie it's from. So Electric Dream Machine. Anybody got this? Do you want the, the most popular song? Yes. Dayman. Oh. oh. It's, uh, God, why can't I think of it? Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That one. There you go. Nice. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay, so I got this next one. Um, Sex Babam. Oh, um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yes. Great, great band, by the way. Honestly, I was struggling whether that one should actually have been on top. Stuck with Infansaro. But Sex Bob Om is great. And I tried to em- emphasize the syllables there. It's Sex Bob Om, if you're not familiar. Also, check that one out real good. Um, then The Soggy Bottom Boys. Oh. Um, oh. Oh. Oh, I can see it. Oh, it's painting Josh like the most out of everyone. Like oh. it physically is hurting Josh right now. It's um Do you need the song? Yes. No. No. I am a man of constant sorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um oh uh I hate myself. Oh brother, where art thou? There you go. Nice. Oh um, that was painful. That's no, I, a couple of these ones I won't be able to give you the, the names of them because I honestly just don't have it in front of me. Those ones I could actually pull off out off the top of my head. But um, one that I think is fascinating is from the from the the TV show Gilmore Girls. Um, it's 
is it Hep Alien? Hep Alien? And the thing that's interesting about that is Sebastian Bach actually was on the cast of Gilmore Girls as part of that <laughs> band. So if you are not familiar with this, you can Google it. And yes, indeed, he is on there. He's also uh, makes an appearance on Trailer Park Boys. Uh, yeah, Sebastian Bach, the true hero of the, you know, the world. Um, then another one that we didn't talk about would be the Partridge Family or the Brady Bunch. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Um, like the OGs. The other one that I thought about, right, uh, the one I thought about dropping just because I thought it was funny would be the Worthless Peons from Scrubs. Yep. Oh, oh man. The air. You are a Worthless um, Peon, sir. Band, and you right? will always be a Worthless mm-hmm. Peon. That, well, they, they, they're the, the acapella group, and they actually toured. That band is actually called The Blanks. Yeah. They wanted to try to find a thing that um, I believe it's Ted yep. would have just like a weird thing. And they found out that he had this acapella group and they brought him together. And the Blanks actually tour a bunch and they have some albums that you can actually listen to and stuff. But yeah, Worthless Peons in the TV show. Yes. Um, so this one, there are so many songs. Let's see. I'll give you. Um, I don't want to give you the, the band name. I want to see if I can give you the what they call the signature song. And see if you guys can name the band. Are we ready? Yes. Okay. Can you picture that? Nope. Do you want the lead singer's name? I think I think this will get it. All right, let's hear it. Mr. Teeth. What? Oh, Mr. Teeth from the Muppets. <laughs> Mr. Teeth. Yeah. Doctor Teeth. Uh, because it's oh, Doctor Teeth. Teeth. Sorry, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, mayhem. sorry. Doctor Doctor Teeth. Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then let's see. Uh, Scrantonicity from The Office. Yes. Yep, that would be and Roxanne would be their hit, wouldn't it? That was Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and of course, we have to include Mouse Rat from Parks and Rec. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, there were there are a lot out there and these are just hand-picked ones. I think the thing is it's really kind of a go-to writing thing to just have someone be part of a band. Um so there are tons out there, but I would say those are like the top ones for me. Uh I'll go ahead and do that if we forgot something. You know, publicly shame us on Facebook or Twitter. We'll probably sign in sometime in the next six months and respond. Um, so, you know, say whatever yeah. you want. It's cool. Just, I would one, also, more, just yeah. one, one more to throw out there. The B-Sharps. Yeah. Oh, the B-Sharps. Oh. I'm missing less... it. What's it from? What's it from? That's a barbershop, barbershop quartet. For... They're a bunch of yellow Simpsons. guys. Simpsons. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and then um, mine was going to be the Blues Brothers, but DJ and I uh, messaged back and forth. And God, we got to cut this scene now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we should actually call it out that we're not putting it in here because DJ and Barry want to do a full episode on just the Blues Brothers. Yeah. I would also like to give a shout out, first of all, to just, the band. Carrie made the funniest face right there. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out to the band in that's portrayed in the movie The Rocker. First of all, it's about, like, the, the it starts off and there's a band called Vesuvius, which has, like, Fred Armisen and Will Arnett and someone else who I'm blanking on right now. And then it's Rain Wilson and he gets kicked out of the band and then he starts a band with a bunch of teenagers, which sounds weird, but his nephew is one of them. And the other, like, the band that he joins then is Josh Gad and Emma Stone and Teddy Geiger. And, um... Anyway, the band's called ADD. They have actually wonderful songs that I really enjoyed in college. 
The other one we need to shout out is Sadgasm, also from The Simpsons, in an amazing episode <laughs> called That 90s Show, where Homer starts a grunge band, and their parody of Glycerin by Bush called Margarine <laughs> is incredible, and I wish there was a full-length version, because it is so good. Um, Another one that I think that, uh, another one that I just thought of, and then it was gone. Oh, no. Well, I'll do the Weird Sisters from Hocus Pocus. Is that it? Or no, no, no. What was Harry it? Potter? It was the one with the. No, that one's from Harry Potter. There was the one. What did they call the band from? Oh man, damn it! Now nah, I screwed it up. Uh, there's the one from the band Hocus Pocus that the band's playing, but I don't remember it now. So forget it. All it's right. gone. Well, I mean, if we're still doing callouts, then go ahead. No, no, no. Go. I was just saying, if we're still doing callouts, I mean, we got to do you know full house callout here. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, um. Uh, Jesse and the Rippers. Oh, rippers. I thought you were going to say the Beach Boys. <laughs> <laughs> that was invented for that show, right? It was. Uh, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Nah. Oh, Robin Sparkles. Oh! That was the one. Of course. And, Let's and in that, my ho- the, the, the name of the Hocus Pocus band went completely out of my brain, and then, <laughs> and then Robin Sparkles left as well. Damn. She has some uh. great hits. Mm-hmm. I was talking about the it's other one. It's really There's hard to ever one? talk about going to the mall without having that song in your head. Really well is. done. <laughs> um, also, School of Rock from the from the movie School of Rock would be another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And Dingo's it. My oh, baby. and Spinal Tap. I was gonna say we also didn't say anything about Spinal yeah, Tap. Yeah, we didn't talk about Spinal but Tap. But obviously. Spinal tap. Or or Dingo's Eat My Baby. So you know, like you gotta think about that that band too. Buffy and the Vampire Slayer. No, am I the only one? Oh. Yeah, yeah no, I never never got into that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yep. Maybe it's All cold right, outside. All right, well, we it is cold outside. <laughs> <sighs> On that note, I kind of feel like we we've we've hit this one pretty hard. Is there any other shout-outs that we want to do with these last minute as they fill our minds? <laughs> I think to make this a complete episode, we'd literally have to just get the Google list and go down it. Oh, my gosh. We have to mention Dr. Funke's 100% Natural Good Time Family Band Solution. No one? That sounds familiar, but I can't nail it Tobias Funke is the lead singer of it. Oh, from is that Arrested Development? Yes. Tobias and Lindsay and Maybe. It's been a tick since that. Oh, another one. I don't know the name of the band, but uh, Scotty doesn't know from Eurotrip is also oh. just one that I like. I oh. tried to find what the name of the band and the thing was, and short of watching the movie, I wasn't going to find it, and I didn't have time to watch the movie. So fair enough. Yeah, Scotty doesn't know is by Lustra. Yeah, I, I know that's the real band. I don't know oh. what they were claim what they were called in the movie though. Oh, you mean was that Brad Pitt? Pretending no, to be? D- Matt Damon. Oh, Matt Damon. That's right. Yeah. All right, I feel like our shout-outs have kind of died down. Yeah. Yep. So I really feel there's a ton of stuff we can keep going on this one. Maybe, maybe in a year or so, we'll go back to this one and na- and go through some of those bands that we missed you know, and try to do another episode on this one. And tell us your favorite band that was in a movie or TV show. Sure. Or you uh, just fill out a form. There's a form on the on the website. You can hit it up at uh, blackdoormusic.red. There we go. I, I still love it. Um <laughs> Yeah, every time. It makes me so happy. Um, but yeah, 
Uh, yeah, hit us up on any of our social media platforms. Let us know of things that you preferred or things that we obviously have just a glaring lack of knowledge about. We'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as for now, I've been Karsten. I've been Barry. I've been Joshua. And I've been Carrie. Thank nailed you for it. sharing your time with us. Yeah, we nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, baby it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside.